Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing. Member SI... Hogfanatic.com, brought to you by Patrick Eads and his staff on Mormon Trek at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. Beautiful cars, pre-owned cars, and a great service department. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars. GT Car and his crew at Supel Siding and Remodeling. Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty, the Oxyoke Inn and the Amanas. Players Sports Bar and Grill, downtown Iowa City. And Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. Here's Tom Suter and Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com. We're here. You're there. Good morning. Good morning. Ready to deliver. And good morning. We must give a shout-out to birthday boy, Captain Steve. Oh, that's right. It is your happy yeah. birthday. Yeah, well, thank you. 73? 73. Wow. Jesus. You and Robert Plant. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and Mick Jagger's grandmother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be it? Is there such a thing, a grandmother-in-law? Well, I guess so. Yeah, I would think. His wife's th- or girl, 35. Yeah, I don't think I've heard the term, but yeah. Well, if his wife's 35. Mother could his... be about my age, then the yeah. grandmother's about your age. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah could be. That's what I was thinking. So happy birthday to everyone. Are you doing anything special? you guys going out for lunch today? Uh, we're bringing in uh, Happy Joe's Pizza. Oh, yeah. isn't that special? Yeah. There's nowhere to park out there. I took the last spot. Why are there so many cars here? Why are there cars here? I don't know. There's uh, literally, there, I had to park right in front of the sidewalk walking. Where, who's got the black SUV backed in? That, uh, that's, that's Debbie. Debbie. Okay. Yeah. But so then, there should have been but me, she always has a car Steve, out there Hunter, and Debbie. Yeah. So there should be a, have been four cars. And now I think there's five. But I think the snow has limited some of the parking space. And the... Satellite dish. And the satellite oh. dish. Yeah, is that thing ever going to go away? In, this, in April. April? What's special about April? Money? No, the ground thaws oh, and they okay. can put cement in it. Okay, okay, so they have to dig that thing yeah. in. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah. Sitting, it reminds me of a Kaibo. I keep wanting to go to the bathroom in it. Yeah. That's probably about <laughs> the same. I won't. That's probably about the same time we get our uh, copier that we ordered. You know, yeah, ago. where in the hell is that? They said it's that supply hang up thing whatever yeah I mean, I yeah the supply chain I, yeah yeah i mean i i'm starting you're starting to see a little bit of that at high V again i mean i've noticed some things just gone and i mean and and what is going to, um, i love to get those smart 
chicken thighs. Uh-huh. They come in packs of three. Yeah. They're usually between three and a half and five dollars. They're nine bucks right now. And I asked him. You get the Southern Justin chicken fries. It's, it's, it's way cheaper. 79 cents a But piece. why have they doubled in, tr- in just the last week? What's going on? Is it Biden? I don't know. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. But no, that's nine bucks for three chicken. That's a lot of money. Uh, again, uh, you know, all these plants were run by immigrants, and the immigrants couldn't get in. It's just and weird it's, that it's hitting it's, now. Well, People haven't gone and taken the jobs. Because I get I mean, those smart chicken thighs all the time. They're really good. They're not running at full capacity. None of them. Yeah. Tyson uh, has bitched about it. The fishing industry is Oh, is you can see. You can see it. the effects of it on yeah. the shelves. Yeah. yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. You, and I mean, that's that's who worked. All these plants were well, on the meat and the, were illegal. Like I said, I held, up a, I held up a uh, looked a really good extra thick ribeye yeah. at hy You know, one of, not the ones fresh, ones that, you know, they package and yeah. put on the show i was looking at it I'm like man this looks really good and i think it was 22.84 wow what was it about two pounds no no stuff was like 14.99 a pound or something i mean mm. it's just unbelievable how no it was a big nice it was probably a 12 14 ouncer i mean it was a decent size and it was a yeah. thick cut but it was almost 23 dollars that's I mean, expensive. That's very expensive. No, but everything. Speaking of expensive, and I, um, a friend of mine reached out. Well, Todd Kopecki, he's a loyal listener to yeah. the teacher here. And mm-hmm. um, he wanted us to discuss. We've discussed it before, and I wrote a column on it yesterday kind of in response to his question because he says now that the university has announced that they plan to buy old Capital Towns Center, there's, I guess there was some discussion on social media. And, th- and this has been asked to me a few times. They, w- they would love to see Iowa level the old town, Capital Town Center, whatever the hell it's called, mm-hmm. the old Capital Mall, and build a basketball arena there. And I, I mean, it sounds great. But Is it's the just, footprint big enough? No. I mean, there's two reasons why it can't happen. Money, and there's no space. Yeah, I, I read your There's, just, there's yeah. just no space. Do you yeah. realize to put an arena of that size, along with suitable parking to make it worth, no, you, would gut the, it would take Gilbert Street all the way to the Pentecrest, all the way down to Burlington, wouldn't it? Easily. Oh, easy. Yeah, easy. And, and there would be no downtown left. probably pass Burlington. And yeah, there would be no downtown left. I think it's a great idea because I do agree if the arena was downtown, you'd see a lot of people. Now, they would, Iowa would maybe lose concession stands, but I think you'd see a lot of people going to a restaurant before an 8 o'clock game. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see you and Ann going somewhere at 5.30. Oh, I think we would. Making sort of a night of it. Yeah. And that, that you do miss that. And I think you would probably get more college. Oh, God, all right, I'll go two blocks. I'll, I'll walk from my mm-hmm. dorm room. Mm-hmm. Down. It would help in all those aspects. I agree with that. It's just not practical. And I, I didn't know what. I I'd Googled what does it cost to build a new arena, and I saw so many different. So I was very conservative and just said it would cost at least $100 million to do all that, at least. Probably closer to 200 wouldn't it? Or, or 300 I mean, um, yeah, and I said at least $100 million because you'd have to not only level that building and then move all, because it already houses a bunch of University of Iowa yeah. programs. Well, I, the idea of giving the, the university Carver, the land, the land where Carver, Carver is in exchange that's for that. That's fine. I think that makes a, sense. That makes sense, but it still doesn't create space no, it doesn't. for the arena. And some people say, well, then build it further. Well, part of the problem I keep hearing about Carver is that it's too far from campus mm-hmm. and that it loses, it's detached from campus too much. So, But if you build it way out beyond the west you know the west campus and the whole thing I, that where was, all the space is that would still be an issue especially if the students say there's not enough transportation to, right you're not going to get many students going all the way out there Mm-mm. for football games or basketball games i mean ideally downtown would be the best but downtown iowa city isn't very big no it isn't and what if now there 
what's the university building just behind the old Capitol Town Center? Is it engineering? I or think so. And they're also communications. They, I think they're also selling one of their buildings. The one, well, they're the, also going to tear down the field house. Are they? Yes. Yeah. Well, they, I'm not surprised. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, at Jan's Kiwanis uh, meeting, they had uh, uh, someone from the university uh, last week and announced that, you know. Yeah, the field house does almost seem like it's in the way now. What, yeah, does it, what I mean, purpose does it serve now? It's for, like, intramurals and stuff. Which yeah. is fine, but I'm sure they got other. Space. I'm sure they can find other space to do that. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So what would they put there? You think more they, the more hospital. hospital. Just more hospital? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah, my dad worked there, went to basketball games there for twenty years or whatever. Yeah, I did. So you'll be out great. there. Will you be out there crying when they tear no. it down? No, tear the it down. If it's, it's a building, if it's outlived yeah. its usefulness, get rid of it. You're yeah. like Belushi when they tear down the animal. You know, he takes that bottle of whiskey. Remember when they're they're kicking <laughs> him out of the house? Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you though. I mean, progress. I mean, yeah. You if if you're not progressing, then you're stag- stagnating or regressing. And there's no room over there. No. It's so crowded over there. There's just so much. Well, and physical, my- the physical plan isn't good. I mean, it just, yeah, it's out, it's outlived its time. Yeah. So you're saying the physical plant down there on the corner of Burlington and? No, the, the field house. It's oh, the field, okay, okay, yes, yes. You know, it needs a lot of work. Uh, it's just, yeah, they're, so they're going to they're gonna raise it. But no, the, the, the idea does have a lot of merit to it on the idea of giving if- the space, but there's just no... What about by the riverbank down there, uh, get rid of that stupid laser center that doesn't do anything, that never laser has center. done anything next to the union? They I built it, and it never did yeah, anything. Yeah, why is, yeah. Doesn't it do anything? I, I'm sure it does. Okay, I'm lost. Now, where are we now? Okay. It, it's on uh, M- Madison Street. Yes. Uh, do you know where the Memorial Union is? So you come down that hill. Which is Market hill. Street. Yeah. Street. Hi- you got that little church. You got that little chapel. Th- that's there. way to the left. That's way. To, so you're talking more to the right. More to the right. Which I never. As go. you're coming down that hill, it's ahead of you is the Union. That, that little bridge that crosses. Yep. To the right of that is the Laser Center. I never knew that. And it doesn't. It was supposed to be. How much space is there? Uh, well, not uh, probably not enough, but. See, I think, I mean, it's one thing to think of the actual building itself, and the, but then you got to have parking. Yeah, you do. Well, you could have that across the street. There's a, I think there's a parking structure now. But for twelve to 13,000 people? Well, no, of course no, not. No, if you think of it in arena, there just isn't any way to fit anything downtown. No. There really isn't. There really isn't. You That's know. why they're building, starting to build up now, yeah. you notice. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, sure. I always said it's got a little skyline to it now. Yeah. And I was thinking, yesterday I was trying to think of the other Big Ten arenas that are built, like, right on campus. There's not many. There's not many. I mean, there's, there's, um, Nebraska is, is within walking distance of a lot of stuff, but, I mean, most of them aren't like, I mean, like the Breslin Center, it's not like right next to a bunch of bars and restaurants. Mm-hmm. Most of them aren't. I mean, Northwestern's isn't. Um, Value City Arena is way up on a corner. It's right. In, it's not like it's right next to a, bu- a, 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 a bunch of restaurants and stuff. It's not right in the thick of, there's not many because it takes up so much space. Okay, what about where the uh, old Chamber of Commerce building was and the big press, the old Press Citizen building? I, no, I mean, that's the same area if that we If you take out that block. But we were saying that's the same area you would have to take out to build it at the old Capitol Townsville. Yeah. That's yeah. only two blocks away. I mean, you that stuff would all be gone if you were going to do it where the Capitol Town, I mean, yeah. it would all be gone. 
No, I don't know of a better situation that you're going to get other than a redesign of of Carver. And but I don't. But there's I, only I, so much you can the, do. The major redesign that Carver needs, besides the easy thing of moving the students, which I don't know why they keep just holding off on that, they would have to build a middle concourse. But I don't think that's even. I practical. don't know that it's engineering. I don't think possible. you can even engineer. Engineeringly, yeah. is that a word? I don't think it's even possible from a design standpoint or a money standpoint. Yeah. I think it would be just, and I just don't think you could do it. But that's the only, that's the only it, way to it, fix it. Yeah, and, and that be, it would be, yeah, from a money standpoint, it might be bad, but it would still be cheaper than. I mean, they could take out some seating and maybe do some stuff to make the floor. It's, it's, there's a lot of wasted space. There is. A lot of wasted space behind both baselines. There is. There, there's just nothing happens there, and they could figure that out. But the main thing they got to do is just move the students. Yeah, I mean, just move them. I mean, build a, put some bleachers in there, wrap them around both teams' benches, and have it kind of wrap around. And of course, have a big presence behind the visiting teams' bench, so the students can yell mean things to them. Now, keep it clean. I'm not saying no, you know, but, of but, course. but be you know, fan. You have know, have a home court advantage, <laughs> so they can yell me. Well, isn't that part of being a fan? Yes, it is. I'm not saying that it should get really personal, <laughs> and you know, like what you say, the one guy on Twitter wanted me dead who was that again <laughs> a poop, poop tank, tank. Wanted, no nothing like you know, death does not have to come How can't up. you remember poop tank i don't know i i usually did i spaced out Why because there's death? so many poop references i can't keep them all together you know but I, and I, then that, i i would like to see some uh luxury suites built in take out some of the back rows that would be better and too. i don't mean uh, behind the baskets i mean on the sides so that would keep be better the sound in and you could placate some of the people that you're taking out with uh, giving the students the better seating. It um, would be nice if somehow they could dig out some areas of the arena and put a couple bathrooms about midway up. You know what I mean? But you'd lose a lot of seats, and I just don't know. I mean, they, I mean, you could do that. I mean, they, they can do so many wonderful things with construction now. But as far as just building a home, that's what the arena needs is a middle concourse. I mean, yeah. if it had a middle concourse, it would not have... But they can, you know, really, how many times is the place packed? They could move... Hardly they ever. Could, not they it. could lose some seats. Once, oh, once this year. I yeah. think they could go down to twelve to 13,000 seats and it wouldn't matter yeah, if it meant improving agreed. the facility. I don't think that would be that big of a deal. Because I think you're more consistently, you would get twelve and 13,000 in there if it was better. Well, and also, if you have 7,000 in a 12,000 seat arena, it looks pretty full. Yes. 7,000 in a 16,000 seat arena looks empty. It does. Hello? What if you could build a downtown and the kids still didn't come? I mean, isn't that what you're after? Uh, the kids, I getting mean, the kids to come? Yeah, that, yeah, that making would, it more of an experience, that would, too. Yeah, if you built it downtown and spent right. all that money and the kids didn't come, that well, would not be possible. good. Well, that's possible. I mean, I, I don't know why they don't, but, uh, you know, if you were to take up a smaller footprint, you would, you'd put it downtown have the floor about two stories below ground level, which I think Carver probably already is. Uh-huh. And then as your seating comes up, you don't want to bank it away fast. You want to go straight up as much as you can. I mean, to take up less footprint. And something different I was just thinking about, the players and coaches could be packed back under some of the seating. I mean, to take up less footprint would be different, but if that's the only way you're going to get it down there. But 
But that would still take up. That you still wouldn't have space for that, though. You'd still. I mean, where would you put that? There is no space to put an arena down. I think it's a good idea, and I like basketball arenas that are more vertical anyway, because the fans are closer to the court, like Assembly Hall. I think that's a problem with Michigan's football stadium. It there's too much of a. The fans are too spread out. They're not the. I, I like it better when it goes ver- more vertical, uh-huh. but I'm just still, I, I see what you're saying. I just don't know where it could yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know the land that well, but, uh, and happy birthday, captain. Thank you. Um, but, uh, I just don't know what you can do to get the kids to come. I mean, winning of course helps. Are you sure it does. Yeah. Winning helps. I think that's obvious, but sometimes you need help to win. And that's what I wrote tomorrow. They could sure use a, they could sure use those 3,500 tickets, most of those. I would, were you surprised there were that many left? Actually, no. Uh, 8 o'clock on a it's, Thursday night. It's a night. tough sell. It's a tough sell. And there's not enough people in this immediate area to, to fill it. No. This is, where I think, this is where I think in these last 24 hours they needed to do something promo-wise. Just, okay, um, I know Ooh. then you screw the regular ticket holders. you got to do something. Get the high school kids Or there. something. you got to give them incentive to try to eat up some of Because it won't look good if there's 4,000. No, get the high school kids, uh, junior high kids and their fan. You know, build up that fan or and, young fan base. And if there's almost 4,000 unsold, I mean, just that doesn't mean there's going to be just exactly that many. Yeah, in, that's right. There could still be. There's usually it seems like there's always about a thousand to fifteen hundred less than what they announce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's a chance if no more of these tickets, they could have five thousand empty seats at, for the number sixteen. Now, in the my guess is they're still selling tickets. I would hope so. I mean, but um, that was two days. I was yeah, just it was. yesterday, and it was. And I, and I normally don't help UI promote. I'm doing this more for this team. I think this team, I think this team is fun to watch. It needs to get over the hump, and sometimes you need a strong home court advantage to get over the hump. And if they've only got 10,000 in their amount, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, Purdue you know, was just packed to the rafters. If yep. they want the high school kids and, and you know, to get them excited about dump tickets on, uh, I'll even plug them, Z, Z102, and let, you know, and give them away to, give them away to their kids. The, the kids. I, I don't think that's a bad idea. I mean, you know, I mean, seriously. I, when I said something about let the Iowa students in for free, that they're like, well, what about the ones that have already paid in advance? Okay, reimburse them, refund them or something, work something out. It's not rocket science. I mean, if you're going to let some kids, students in for free that hadn't had tickets, okay, fine, then reimburse maybe. You could always figure out ways to, to, to do that type yeah. of stuff. Well, and they could, uh, they could take the Daily Iowan. They could put one of those QRK codes on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kids download the tickets. Everybody gets the the daily eye one, don't they? They still you mean all the students. You mean? Yeah. Is that they still printing? Still? Are they still printing? Well, I don't. Oh know. yeah, the daily eye one still prints. Okay. Well, but they're, they're. I think they also have e copies. Well, they? then do it on there. You I know, get I, I get an email. I don't know if it's every home game, but just about a home game for Iowa women's basketball for a free ticket. I mean, we already bought our tickets, but um, so they're. You mean they're giving away? Yes. Well, that's. I mean, see, I don't think they like, I mean, I don't know how to say this. I think sometimes the men maybe think it's beneath them to do that. Is that? I think marketing-wise, they, they do think that, yes. We don't want to cheapen the product. And, and I, okay, I get some of that, mm-hmm. but I also mm-hmm. think you got to live in the moment and try to seize this opportunity. They need to do whatever they can to get that arena as full as they possibly I, can. Absolutely. The 8 and o'clock start okay. sucks. I already paid my money. We already paid our money for our tickets. I don't care if you give the rest of the seats away. Get people in there. 
No, it makes no difference. That's admirable, but not everybody would think uh, that. I understand that. Not everybody, but I do. I, I respect your opinion on that, and I wish more people thought that way. But I do think some people would be offended. Be like, hey, where's my refund? I mean, I'm one of those people. I like to have a good seat, and I'm happy to pay up front to have the same good seat each time. Mm-hmm. You know, happy to. Yeah, heck, some hawk in the chat room. Oh, Capitol Mall would be perfect spot. No, it would not. No, I, mean, I don't there, think there's it's no big room. Enough. First of all, no yeah, the old Capitol Mall isn't as big as it looks. Well, it's not as big as Carver Hawkeye Arena. No, it, you could fit the old Capitol Mall into a fourth of Hawkeye uh, into Carver. I mean, it's not as big as it, it, as it looks. Of, when was the last time you were inside the old Capitol Mall? Um, About three weeks ago, um, Anne was getting a, a COVID test. I, oh, okay. I was. For me, I think that last fall. I'm guessing for me it's been two or three years. I'm trying to think of, and for me it's usually I went in there to get something to eat. And I haven't eaten there for. What's in there food wise now? Do you remember what you know? What's uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Shannon uh, and I were uh, in there for something. I don't Fred, mind it. Freddy's. Freddy's. There's a Freddy. Yeah. I like Freddy's. I like, Freddy's. I like Buffalo Wild Wings, but man, mm-hmm. it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. There's some sort of Asian thing there. I, I think. think I've eaten. Is it Korean? China. I, I think I've eaten there. Yeah. I've eat, that's like the that. last thing I did at the. Old, it was eat yeah. at that Chinese place, I believe. So, but no, I get it. I get the intrigue with this. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's interesting. But it's, it's just, just not practical. Not, yeah, and it's really not that. It looks bigger. I don't think people realize how small I was down the down. When I'm talking downtown, I'm talking Gilbert Street to the Pentecrest. To uh, what do you want to say, um, Burlington? Because south of Burlington's not downtown. That and then where would how north how how far north would it go? Like Pallyai's Pizza. What street is Pallyai's on? On uh, well, it's past Market. So would Market be Lynn, the Lynn Street and um, something? But would, okay, so would would like Market Street be like the north boundary of what you consider downtown, right there by Hamburg Inn and the. Um, it's a really small area. Yeah, it's not. I mean, Hamburg Inn, yeah, I consider that. That's downtown. about as north as the downtown district goes. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So think about that. We're talking We're talking just a matter. I mean, I kind of, I consider Polly Eyes downtown, I guess. I, it, I, at the but very, it's on the. Very far north end of yes, downtown. Yes. Yes. And that's it. I mean, that, and that that is it. And I just think the arena would take almost, an arena that would have to serve all, I mean, you'd have to have parking. Because some people have said, well, they can just find... Par- There's not a lot of parking right now. No, they're already... That has always been a rub about downtown. Downtown, yes. And you can't keep building parking ramps. Eventually, you, they take up a lot of space, too. Hello. Hello. What do you do to get the students to come to the women's game? About the only students that are there are the pep band. Well, that's a national... That's a different thing. Yeah. That's a different thing. That's a national thing. I mean, if you look, I mean, Iowa. Iowa does great as far as wise. women's attendance. I mean, five to six grand for a thousand for a women's game is incredible. It's top 15. It's just a completely different, um, on how to say it. You know, it's just. Well, it's, the sport isn't as, women's basketball isn't. Uh, nearly as popular. Tenth is, is popular. Fair or not, I'm not, I mean, it's unfortunate, I think, at times. But there, you can't compare the two, Karn. And I, the Iowa students are no different than. Now, Connecticut gets a different. Uh, de- but they've also won 10 national. You know, yeah. there are some exceptions. But the, for, for the most part. Well, Iowa State gets quite a few people. They're an exception. That's why there's always been stories about Iowa State's fan support being un, unmatched in a lot of ways. It's incredible. Yeah. they. But they've also been really good for a quarter well, of a century. Well, they have. 
they have. I mean, Finley's done a great job there. They're one of the few. But, I mean, I know Penn State was struggling, but they were only one game below. Did you see the crowd for that game last night? There's nothing. There was nobody there. It was like yeah. they were just having an open gym. I mean, literally hundreds. Yeah, literally. Yeah. There were, I, I looked at just massive. And not a lot of hundreds. And that team was three and four in conference play. It's not like they were just terrible. <clears throat> and they were well, nine they and eight back, overall? They said back when uh, the girls were six on six, all these little places were always full for the girls' games. Well, little, it's easier to fill up little places than yeah, it is you can still go to a high Yeah, you can still go to a high school gym and see, and, and see and good see crowds. Some, yeah, and some you can see bad crowds, too. But, no, that's still well, some I of, know when I worked uh, the <clears throat> games up at Washington, Cedar Rapids, for, for the uh, girls' games, they always filled maybe about half the place, and the boys' games are always full. Yeah. So I don't know. But I I think you could get people to come out to girls' games, but a lot of people don't want to go to them. Well, I mean, relatively speaking, Iowa gets real good crowds, relatively speaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, they've they had the curtains up for the last couple of games. Uh-huh. They had them up or they had them down? They had them up. Yeah, they didn't. They weren't. Oh. I don't know why, but... I, I well, was, they said they had eight thousand in there, and with the curtains, you wouldn't have been able to have. Yeah, you don't. Uh, if you get, but they don't usually get eight thousand. Maybe they will start now that this team's on a roll. They've won what seven in a row. They're one loss in conference play. Caitlin Clark's playing out of this world. I mean, she there, sure is. There, there's else. a lot of reason to like and watch this team. I, I watched them last night. I even tweeted, Ralph Miller would have loved that game. That oh, was, yeah. That was the six-pack, the way they were playing. Oh, yeah. Now, putting up 107. Who's worse in transition defense, Penn State or Minnesota? <laughs> oh, Minnesota. Well, <laughs> it was. Boy, just, good question. I mean, it was like they'd never seen a fast break before. Good question. But a lot of Iowa, maybe <laughs> Iowa gets credit for that. What do they usually consider uh, good for uh, assists in a game? Uh, yeah, if you're getting know. five to seven assists yeah. a game, you're doing a good job. Doing pretty good. Because I know Randy used to tell us when we were keeping score over there, he said we should at least have 20. Well, for you're a talking team. about a team or oh, an I individual? Thought you, oh, thought I thought you were talking individual. Oh, 20 for a team. No, I'm talking about a team. 20 for a team would be great. Yes. And a lot of it depends he on how that You said that's, that'd be a good game. I mean, if you can get 30 baskets on 20 assists, you're playing good ball. And Caitlin and had 17. Had last night. <laughs> yeah, no, Iowa was, I mean, Iowa made yeah. a really bad defense look really bad. Well, see, now what assists show is that you have teamwork. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You don't yeah. have everybody just driving in on their own. Well, and not only teamwork, but you got, you got two things have to happen. You have to get the ball to the person, and they have to make the shot. And yeah, a couple of score. A couple of Caitlin's assists where she just threw the ball into Sedano, who then made a great post move and yeah. scored. Yeah. But Caitlin still gets the assist. That's, That's how right. it works. I remember um, when I told uh, Devin Marble one time he needed a couple more assists to make a triple-double, and he says, ah, but they're not good enough to make the baskets. (laughs) There you go. I said, ah, Thanks, Devin. (laughs) Throwing your teammates under the bus. Wow. (laughs) Well, this was was for prime time. (laughs) Ah. <laughs> and and what is it? Is is it really cold outdoors? No, it's beautiful. I mean, it's, it's, it beautiful. is amazingly I cold. I can walk around in my bathing suit. Yep, two piece for about five seconds. It is going to get to be fourteen today. Now the school's off today. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or at least the uh, Cedar well, Rapids. Is it still like minus Cedar seven? Rapids and uh, it was minus, minus six one when I came and, in. And uh, it's a wind chill of minus degrees. eight. It's huh? Supposed to be thirty well, tomorrow. I remember yeah. once we had a. 
when I was teaching in Cedar Rapids, we had a superintendent who was um, from Alaska. And he says, hey, guys, well, I'm not calling off school down here. You don't know what we went through up there. <laughs> so we had very few days called off when he was superintendent. Understood. I would have sent him back, packing back to Alaska. <laughs> but it's going to be 30 tomorrow. 30 tomorrow and then. Oh, hey, that'll be a, there's your, a heat stroke. There's yeah. your bathing suit day tomorrow. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, and then uh, that would this, kill more people to see me running down outdoors in my bathing. The one nice thing too, there's not a huge wind or anything right now. No. I mean, it's bearable. I mean, you know, I walked out to get the paper, and I, it didn't seem that cold. No, it didn't. When I walked out tonight, I mean, yes, it's cold, but it's I mean, without any wind. That makes a big difference. It does. And the sun's been shining. I can't remember a time where we've had so much sun in January. Usually, it's no, always. Are they afraid that the kids would end up getting frostbite or something? Probably buses breaking. I don't know. Yeah, my, like well, I said, frostbite, I don't remember this ever happening and, in our day. Yeah. Is this the wussification of society? Possibly. Yes, it is. Wusses. Wussies. Yeah. Pussies. You know, yeah. was it the Who that said the kids are all right? Yeah. The kids yeah, are the wussies. Kids, yeah, the kids were not all right. They weren't all right. A lot, of them, were, a lot of them are soft. Leading we're the example now, of the who. And we're seeing now <laughs> proof that the kids weren't all right. No. No, <laughs> no not and, at all. And do you think we're going to beat Purdue tomorrow? I do. But I'm also really bad at picking. So. And I'm afraid I, I do not see a victory. Um, Jay Nivey might not play. I'm not sure what his status is. but I If got, he doesn't play, then it certainly increases our chances. I got Iowa winning tomorrow night, so we'll see. Okay, well, let's hope you're right. All right. Okay, we'll see you guys. All right, Karen. Stay warm. Kiss of death, me picking him to win. My concern, too, is they're just so big, you know. Well, yeah, the concern is Purdue is better than Iowa on paper. If they played 100 times, they would win more. But it only takes one time. That's why I'm saying if they can get the good crowd in there. And well, this is the kind of game that Iowa has won from time to time. And it's the kind of game where you need that arena rocking. Uh-huh. They need that arena rocking. You should go. You and Jan should go. Hello. You should treat everybody from the radio Good station morning, tickets. <laughs> sure, I should. Hey, I, I just wanted to throw out on the uh, the downtown uh, yeah. arena thing. Uh, one thing that uh, a lot of people miss with the construction is, and it would be just a huge expense, don't even know if it could be done, but the rerouting of utilities. Got it. I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. hadn't even thought about well, that. Yeah. That's for smart people like you. No, you're right. That's a great point. Thanks, guys. Yeah. No, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I don't. I, I'm not an engineer. So yeah, I don't so really no, th- and that that's stuff. just one of many things that it well, would involve. The console would never approve it. No. This kind of, I mean, it's, it's. And my figure of 100 million, how much do you think it would cost just to level the, the old Capitol Mall, oh. just to tear it down? That wouldn't be a. Tear it down and move the crap out. Well, uh, that wouldn't be like hundreds of million, would it? No, probably twenty million. Now you also got to remember we're still in a pandemic. They are spending twenty million to build a standalone wrestling facility. They're spending nine million to build a gymnastics okay. thing, and they're doing baseball. But upgrades. those are are most of that private donations. But I'm just so. saying though that's that, that's just money. Yeah. Well, you would hope that a lot of if they were going to build a new arena, you would hope that a lot of that would be private. Where donations. is Halsey Hall? They're supposedly uh, tearing that down too. I got that. Yes, I've heard that too. But you would hope that they um, would. Isn't that on uh, Jefferson Street? As you come up the hill, isn't it to your left? Isn't that the former years and years and years years ago used to be women's gymnasium? Years and years and years ago. Okay. I could yeah, be I thinking know. of a different yeah. building. But. but even more so than money. I mean, you couldn't even get to the money issue because right away you'd look and be like, there's no space. 
The space is the big. Well, I yeah, mean, someone would always say, "Well, a donor may give them four hundred million dollars." Well, but and then that you still wouldn't change the space. Yeah, and you got to consider, uh, you know, people own the land around there. You'd have to buy them. I, it, it's so. It's how not, much of the land in that area do you think is owned by a bunch of different people? I mean, is, is you, you know, when you think about the streets there, the shops and all the restaurants, is that you don't you don't think that's a small that's a lot of different people that own that I, land? It's quite a few different people. Yeah, I would. That would just be another obstacle. Yeah, yeah. Tanner. But to me, though, the space would just make it to where. Well, yeah. let's don't even discuss the money because yeah. there's no space. Hello. Hey Pat. Hey what? We have the Damarino Warren Fast. There's all kinds of good parking, idiot. <laughs> Huh? Does he get a? He can give him a fake act. No, I'm not no, giving. Oh, him. that's not. No, he's talking like you know. So that's a. You've got yeah. a fake doing a fake. It's a fake Ackerman. He's doing fake, fake Ackerman, Ackerman, and Ackerman has a lot, and he rents. It's, okay, wait. It's you gotta, too I'm, goddamn complicated. I'm confused now. Yeah. So there's real Ackerman See? who I never hear from. Yes. And there's a fake Ackerman, that's but then there's fake also. Ackerman. But then there's also a fake. fake no, no. That, that is that was fake, fake oh, Ackerman. That was fake. Yeah, I trying that. to refer to the other real Ackerman. Ackerman. Oh. And people, See, I park in real yeah. Ackerman's lot. Yeah. It's too complicated. Yeah, if you gotta, you know. So you're torn by this, the, 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 those line of jokes, right? Uh, well, I'm a it friend of real Ackerman's. So how about fake Ackerman? It didn't. I uh, don't know who fake Ackerman is. <laughs> what a, I'm, you could what, be a friend. What a freak show. <laughs> and this is just a freak show. <laughs> I had someone the other I day just, saying, you know, your guys' podcast at times just, <laughs> what do you say? He goes, it just gets a little silly. That's you know, a, honest to God. I'm hearing today the birthday greetings on Facebook from all these uh, people that are like, we're at gigantic stations and everything, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm going, the only way they know me is because I'm the only one left working. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> what are you going to say? Yeah. I don't know. Hello. Hello. First, happy birthday, Steve. And Thank you. And Suter, you're right where Halsey Jim is. Okay. Good, thanks. Yep. Have a good day. Thank yep. you. Why were we discussing Halsey Jim? And they're going to tear that down, torn, too. Torn okay. Down. Yeah. Okay. But All no, right. I mean, like I said, I, I wish there was a way to make it work. But I would rather just have them fix some of the things that could be fixed at Carver. I think they could. I really do. Well, they could move the students. They could easily move it. Easily. And I think they could figure out a way to put restrooms in. I think there's ways that they could do that, too. But they could easily move the students and not have that be a major cause. Let them, be on, um, let them stand on bleachers. If they want to sit on them, fine. But give them bleachers. And like I said, just, I mean, it would take some minor I mean, as far as restrooms go, I, that would, I would think as far as hooking up with the plumbing stuff would, would be a nightmare. That I don't know, but they, but it could be done. Should we have Jimmy? Oh, St probably yeah. anything. Jimmy could be Street. Done. Have Jim Street go there. <laughs> he goes there just. By hey Jim, could you do this? We need it by uh, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need some new restrooms there, Jimmy. Get her. But done. I'm figuring there's got to be a way you could dig out something like midway th in the stands. And put a couple restrooms. I, if uh, you put a couple restrooms, you'd have you, to sacrifice and seats. And you put I get a couple of uh, concessions. It wouldn't have to be a full concourse, but you would lose a significant yeah, but, amount of but seats. You but you really can. No, I you mean, could. I yeah. think there's ways you could do it without having to do a whole. I, but uh, what I don't know, if, as an engineering standpoint, 
would there be danger if you're cutting into the thing? Could something collapse? I don't know any of that stuff. I couldn't begin to guess on that stuff. You, uh, you take your chances. Just <laughs> yeah. dig. Well, it's just... Dig. But the know, students... They, they don't could, need that many seats. They could do that with the students right yeah. away, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For, do you uh, think they... Do you think... Sure. Okay, by next basketball season, do you think the students will be in the same area? Yes. I do, too, unfortunately. Yeah. I just don't think that there's any motivation from the people that matter to change. I don't know if they just don't think that needs change, but, I mean... It seems pretty obvious that they look at the TV money and that does make it easier. Well, the TV money makes it a lot easier, but then but you really do. Yeah, I I mean, the 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 donors that sit in those black seats behind—that's who we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Behind the teams. Yes, you could find spaces for them. How many seats are is that? A couple hundred, maybe. Yeah. There's easily you could find places for them. That oh, easily. That would make them happy and allow the students to, to do their thing. Yeah, I, I would think so. I just they, well, I mean, you make most of them happy. You're not going to make them. You're not going to make everybody happy. That's going to that's going to say, uh, sit I down. I pay and, my and, money and yeah, I want quiet. my seats. Or else, uh, quiet. You know, we're trying. Or know. and they'll threaten to take their donations away. And I get it. That stuff matters. I do get it. But I still say there's a way to fix the situation with the students well why do the other schools uh do it have the students right behind the the you know we've had gary on and we've asked him about this and i'll give gary credit he always has that answer that makes a that makes some sense Um, usually what they fall back on is you know when that arena is packed it serves its purpose okay the problem is rarely is the arena packed, and it takes... Well, as, like you've said, it takes too many things that have to right happen t- r- to right, make it filled. Right day of the week, right time for tip-off, right opponent. You need all those things. The, thing, the reason that the thing won't be filled tomorrow or Thursday, tomorrow, is because it's an 8 p.m. tip-off. Mm-hmm. If, it was, if they were playing Purdue at 1 o'clock on Saturday, there would be... It would be... Packed. And the secondary market would be buzzing. Yes. Yep. Hello. Would there be a way to uh, put concessions and restrooms right where the court is and then put the court on top of those? Well, I mean, that's another thing. I think you said something like that a while back. There, there's all different things that you could possibly do that I think could be done without having it be turned into this major, major renovation project. Because there is a lot of wasted space down on the court, near the court. And that's yeah, what they would, need. Would, Go ahead, I'm sorry. create more space around the court, in a sense, um, for flat seating or even standing for students or something. And I don't know, it would make it uh, those higher up seats. They'd actually be kind of closer to the action by raising up the court no, you, eight, you, nine feet. What um, I would like I is to that see. That would be a cheap, well, not cheap. But, I would uh, like <laughs> to see more people baseline closer to the court to give it that more of the immediacy. And then maybe have some concessions or stuff behind them. You know what I mean? Where all that space is. Yeah, I, right. I, that's what I was thinking. of having, you know, having a food court and something restrooms on the behind one of the behind one of the baskets. Now you're still going to have the same problem to leave the arena. You're still have to get to go up, climb Mount Everest to mm-hmm. get to get out of there. That's you know that's the problem, you know. But at least you can enjoy your, enjoy yourself while you're at the game. Yeah. But no, th- those are interesting thoughts. I mean, it's there's a lot of different things you could consider, but I I don't think anything's going to be done. I think they're just going to hope that they can win enough games and. What have you, but I mean, this team right now is hovering around 500. Yeah, 
yep. in the conference play. It needs some momentum. It needs to make a run, especially with the tougher part of the you know. Well, with, and of course, last year we had the team to fill up the arena, and they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hello. we had the pandemic. How would you like to be the young kid at the ticket office to call that rich doctor from Cedar Rapids and tell him and his wife they're moving up 20 rows? It, oh, it would, oh, no, oh, no, I know. Some that, issues. It would no be question. some definite issues. There would be some challenges. Yeah, it would not be easy. I'm, I'm recognizing yeah, for that. Sure. No, you're right. That's a yeah. good point. Well, hopefully All you right. don't have the kid in the ticket office making that kind of call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone a little higher up on the food chain will be handling that type of communication. But, but not Gary Barta. But not Gary Barta. But he does bring up a good point, though. There's a lot of different, like, I hadn't even thought of the utilities thing. Mm-hmm. Until that caller brought that up. I had that bus routes and just, <coughs> excuse me, so many different things would be impacted. Well, but again, and impacted for years. But again, it would just yeah, take. You know, you're not going to just put it put it up. And, well, the. I um, mean, it took six months to get quick start. Bo James. <laughs> yeah. Bo James, a great local restaurant's been around. Yeah. It would be leveled. It would be gone yeah. if they build an arena. There's no way it would survive where it's located. All that stuff with Pancheros, all those things, they would be gone. Airliner, gone, just leveled. No burrito left? Yeah, I don't know how you would do a burrito. Well, what you could do is maybe build a Pancheros in the new arena to where, you you know, you can literally... Well, I mean, that's, yes, the food court. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could literally lift the burritos instead of just faking it. Still they, one of the dumbest. They threw some yeah. burritos into the stands the other day. <laughs> no. that, well, yes, they did. Some actually Seriously? cooked ones? They had burritos in <laughs> and aluminum, aluminum foil. foil. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, that could be a disaster. Yes, they did. <laughs> oh, but at the women's game. Uh, Shoot them out of the uh, t shirt guns. And well, I got one of the t shirts the other day. I know, but try doing that with the burrito. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that could be... Uh, somebody in the forehead. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that wouldn't be good. That would wouldn't be good at all. Hello. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, John. John. Palmer. Hi. Hey, I wanted to get your opinion. After I read the article by Chad Lysak today about the, uh, our, our debt deficit. Uh, we're, we've got a very high debt compared to other Big Ten teams. Uh, doesn't that give you cause for pause with our administration? Frankly, uh, I don't know. I didn't read Chad Lysakow's. Yeah, well, it's, it's very revealing in my mind, especially in light of the fact that we've given this huge increase to our football staff uh, and then cutting these programs, which don't seem to have made any difference well, at all. Well, but the, but, uh, the football money is, is private donations. So, what are we talking about? I, coming I, out I, of the general fund. I missed the beginning well, of your call. Well, I, I understand that, but that's still the optics is not very good. Well, we're, we our debt, in the, as far as the rest of the Big Ten is concerned, we're the we're the next to the bottom as far as we've got the most, and I just think that doesn't uh, send that doesn't have a good message to uh, donors and uh, other patrons of the. So of who's the, behind uh, us, Rutgers? I don't know who it is, frankly. I'm trying to remember who it was, Tom. But there was, yeah, somebody else was behind, you know. But we're we're right at we're we're at the top of the list. I just think we've done a poor job of managing our uh, our money over the years. Frankly, we seem to have spent everything that we've we've had. We don't seem to have put anything away for that rainy day. Well, uh, I think, and, but we did for a while. I think everybody lost a lot of money with the pandemic, and I think everybody's 
any reserves that most businesses, universities, etc., had, a lot of them were, were gobbled up with this thing. Oh, I don't think there's any question that it certainly it certainly put a hole in a lot yeah. of people's uh, budgets. But uh, you know, by the same token, I don't think Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin was, has been better managed than we have, just as a as an example. And I think they. Uh, they seem to have weathered this pretty well uh, in their own way, but yeah, it's just it's it's disturbing. It's mm-hmm. disturbing to me um, that you know we just seem to you know. And let's face it, we've lost some big lawsuits that I don't think should have happened either. You mm-hmm. know, with the, with the the six million dollars that we lost to uh, uh, Jane Meyer and and uh, and. Uh, the previous coach. So, well, but I don't know. How much compare is, that, John, to what Michigan's just paid out? What four hundred ninety million dollars yeah. or whatever it was? And how oh, much I, of that yeah. lawsuit was insured? How much? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, I don't. I don't have a clue. I mean, I John, I do. I, John, I do agree with you in some ways, but I will. Gary said that. The very thing I just read the I hadn't seen the Hawks. The very thing that's reported in the Hawks Central article is what Gary said was going to happen. That they were going to lose. So didn't he say originally they thought they were going to lose seventy five? Then they cut it down to fifty. No, he yeah. He's he been had, very upfront you know, about he was, it. He he certainly you know was I think getting him getting everybody prepared for the possibility. But I don't know. I just uh, you know it, it's it's I think to me it's just I, I'm as you know I've got my my concerns about that operation over there anyway, but so, so be it. Um, another, another question I see, you know, he was the chair of the football committee mm-hmm. for the last couple of years. Was that generally a three year run? Do you know? I don't because know off not, the top of the, I thought it was, but don't quote me on it. I don't know for yeah, sure. He, well, he's, he's been eliminated from that. I read that. I know he, yeah, he's not going to be the head of that anymore. I don't know if that was his no. choice. If he's being poor, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, you had a good discussion about the seating issue. We've talked about that many times. And I, th- I agree that even as a donor, I'd want the students and, and the people that are really active, I want them down by the floor. Yes, so. yeah. Yep, I agree. And there's enough space to suffice everybody. Well, you have to have two things, okay, both things. You have to have the money of the older blue hairs and the donors. You have to have that to be successful. But without the energy of the students, you've got yeah. nothing. It's it's dead. You've got that's nothing. exactly right. Yep. Yeah, no, that's right. I'm a blue hair along with Captain Dude, I am too. <laughs> I'm still happening. I'm still happening. <laughs> that's right, Tommy. You're following us real close. <laughs> you bet. Pat's bringing up the rear. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Johnny. Talk to you later. Yep. Bye-bye. And I got this. I think there's going to be some type of new tunnel or connection. Uh, to the new wrestling complex, they might be able to use that, utilize that for restrooms. Um, yeah, I can't. Do you think the wrestling facility is going to want a bunch of fans at basketball games going over there to pee and poop? <laughs> well, I mean, if they're if, if they're well, uh, uh, no, they won't go into the rest. I mean, uh, there should be maybe in the tunnel. Where is the wrestling facility going to be? So you're just saying just poop in the tunnel. No, not. I mean, kind of like what the is this, like transients alien? do. Just like down. aliens. <laughs> yes. God, just like aliens. But no, I'm reading this. I, I, I guess okay. You, um, I guess USA Today had requested. Um, they do that a lot, and obviously USA Today owns the register. None of this is. This was all 
expected. Uh-huh. None of it, it's unfortunate. And I guess the question is, why is Iowa near the bottom? And John does bring up some good. The lawsuit, though, is a small portion of that. I, to me, it makes you wonder. Um, well, and I do wonder how much of that did the university pay out versus insurance? Or yeah, you know, well, you're insured for stuff like that. You know, I'm sorry, six million dollars is nothing in this climate today. No, it's, not it's compared nothing. to four hundred and ninety no, million. Nothing. Yeah, and and let's say that the insurance paid. And I don't think it's uh, unreasonable to say they've got insurance and have paid maybe four million of that, maybe four and a half. Yeah, I, I don't. Remember know. they paid Doyle mm-hmm. over a million. So between Doyle, Jane Meyer, there is seven million right there. I mean that's, okay, but that's still small compared to a lot of other things. And then all of the improvements done to Kinnick to the North End, all that—that's part of the debt that they're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this that was expected. So yeah. I, I don't know. So where is the wrestling facility going to be built if it's going to have a tunnel connecting it to Carver? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not. Either. I, I, I mean, I'm. I don't even know where it could be if it's connected to Carver without reducing even either taking out more the p- parking. parking. And there's already. I mean, none. Like, there's hardly like when I go over there to cover McCaffrey press conferences. <laughs> I have to park in the den a lot because there's never any parking in that lot 46. I mean, anymore. is it will it be built towards Highway Six? Maybe I would. It would have to. It'd be, have to it? be. It, it, it has to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, I'll read this verbatim. Jesus Christ, Hardy, put the restrooms part way in the tunnel. <laughs> you know, you don't put them on. Don't put them on where? Did you I don't put them in the wrestling thing or in. Well, no, of course not. But I'm yeah. just saying. But still, do you want people? I, mean, I did. That to me seems like that wouldn't work. But that's just my opinion. I, I mean, you have them just pooping in the tunnel. No restroom. <laughs> just just going in the tunnel. It'd be like a mini insurrection. People, dro- people dropping trowel. And- yeah, a mini insurrection. God, can you imagine what that would be like? Full carver and then I'm going to the new wrestling family. Let's see. As of Tuesday, six public school NCAA reports of Big Ten Union had been obtained by USA Today Sports. Illinois, Iowa, Michigan State, Minnesota, Nebraska, and Purdue. It's amazing how so often Penn State never... They get away with never having to report it. So, yeah, USA Today does this year. They usually do an mm-hmm. annual. And like I said, it's some of that stuff, like John said, it is just, but none of it's – I will give Gary credit. He did say this was coming. Yeah, yeah. But like John says, if you kind of crunch the numbers, you wonder, well, Iowa doesn't seem to be handling things as well as some other Big Ten but schools. But then are. how much did it cost to do the North End Zone? And, you know, I mean, it's – it costs a lot. I mean, of a lot of it was private donations. Yeah, just like if they were to build but a not new all of it. Just like if they were going to ever build a new basketball arena, you would hope that a ton of that would be private donations. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can't just that can't be an expense with the university. I mean, I imagine Pat, you'd donate a couple hundred, wouldn't you? To the to the building of a new yeah. arena, I I uh, I guess. I mean, would you? Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess I would. I mean, it's, you know, I'm right. a, maybe even a couple thousand. You wouldn't, Captain. You would you? No, sure. I no, would. you'd tell them to ram it. I, you'd take your mediocrity. I'd take, I'd take the money wheel of crime down for a week and give them there a, you couple go. a couple hundred. A couple hundred. I like that idea. <laughs> Hello. Now, they say that wrestling thing is supposed to be in that area south 
south of uh, Carver Hawkeye, you know, right across from the baseball. Oh, you mean that area where there's just a, it's like a little wooded area that goes down into a little valley? Yeah. That's oh, where okay. Put it. Oh, okay. That wooded area right around there. I was there. wondering about that because that's about the only area around there that's not taken. Mm-hmm. That's not a real big area, though, but I guess there, you could probably, it's, you know, you know what I'm talking about, Tom. It's just, it's just, it's right, yeah, it separates Carver and the <coughs> baseball field. And it's just, it goes down into a little valley. It's tree. I mean, and that's where they said they're going to put it. Okay. I've only walked through there like once, so I don't have a good feel. And I don't know <coughs> where they're going to connect, but. I mean, there are restrooms there. Maybe there's going to be a little area between the restrooms. Yeah, they, you know, I guess you could, you know, I mean, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, that it's maybe that maybe they will make it to where there is ways to utilize it for basketball games and what have you. Okay, that makes sense, that little area there. Part of me kind of likes that little wooded area. I mean, um, but, you know, there's yeah. you're running out of space. You don't, there's not much yeah. space left for little nature displays anymore. You know? Okay, thanks. Thanks, Tom, for clearing that up. Yeah, that does make sense. Now, it's funny, I just happened to walk by there yesterday on my way back from France press conference, and I just looked down there, and I'm like, man, I said, I remember saying, my God, you could almost go down there and camp and forget where you are for a while, because it's just a little tiny wooded area, and it, it goes down into a little valley. They'd have to fill all that up. I mean, it would take, and, but no, I could see that happening. But man, that would just be more stuff, just less so that the wrestling thing, I haven't read much about it. It's just going to be for, uh, you know, uh, weight rooms and offices. The standalone. And... The, the, I've heard it described as a standalone wrestling facility. Hello. So, so yeah, all the stuff you're saying. Pat, behind each basket on both ends, just put three or four porta johns. Like a dead show. <laughs> like a dead show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> I mean, you could, you know, have a nice enclosure. People coming right out of there and then getting popcorn without washing their hands. You know, seriously, uh, I've never seen anything like those. Those porta potties. When I did that dead show, they were dragging them out of there I like will, every ninety minutes. I can and they, they, you know. I can't even tell the story anymore. The last day at Alpine Valley, I went in, and this poor potty looked like it had just been through World War Three and had given up. Oh, it quit ew. flushing. It quit flushing and people kept gushing. If that makes any sense, it does. And it, yeah. I, have, I just, I remember thinking, my God, I want to get out of here so bad. It, I was at a dead show, and I just wanted to get out of there. Yeah. It was just, it was poop city. I would well, have wanted to get out of there anyway. It, that, yeah, the they, mood, it was, they didn't have their. Uh, boy, some of those, you know, concerts had, are gross. Some it, concerts are gross. Yeah. And it had an odor, and it wasn't. That's called. It's it the odor that comes from feces. Captain. Yeah, it's yeah. simple. It wasn't a. Why pun- are we talking about this? <laughs> wasn't you a brought pun- it up, not me. Hey, who brought it up? You brought up dead show. You the- brought up pooping in the tunnel. Because that's what I thought they meant. You brought up you dead show. Think that people are going to go and just <laughs> poop in the tunnel? <laughs> Get control, Suter. <laughs> Can we take? Have we taken a break? No, we haven't. We I have would it. think that this would be. Maybe this is a good time to, <laughs> good time. to, to regroup and try to refocus. <laughs> yes. Away from poop and more towards basketball. Well, we've had some good discussion today. We have. Yeah. We'll be back. And KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so beautiful.
It is going to be another cold one today. The wind chill below zero here most of the day today. Mostly sunny. We'll get to about 14 this afternoon. The wind out of the south at 5 to 15 today. Tonight, temperatures will actually rise through the night. We'll be close to 20 by tomorrow morning. Tomorrow, starting off in the 20s, we'll get to around 30 midday, and then temperatures will start to drop. We have another cold wave of air coming in, high of 15 Friday. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now, it's four below. 1-800-800-ROSE 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE It's so easy, just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE Remember... For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. As for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate, one of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional, transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Players Sports Bar and Grill in downtown Iowa City is now open for lunch at 11 a.m., seven days a week. Stop in for big specialty burgers, Tex-Mex tacos, soups, salads, and more. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features gourmet hot dogs, including the famous Iowa dog, covered in bacon, corn relish, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has indoor and outdoor seating, plus carry-out and delivery through CHOMP. Daily deals and the full menu are available online at playersic.com or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. Hawkeye fans, you love watching the black and gold. You know Hawkeye Black and Gold. As a Hawkeye fan, there are no better colors than the Hawkeye Black and Gold. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson. When you're buying, selling, or refinancing your property, consider the green and white team, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement. The team you love, the people you trust. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry, as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319 
390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. This is Patrick Eads, owner of Geary Brothers Ford Lincoln, serving Iowa City in the corridor. Proud recipient of Ford's President Award for the highest customer satisfaction in both sales and service. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for New Car Dealer 2017 through 2019. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for Used Car Dealer 2020. Locally owned and operated, we understand the importance of community-minded business. We proudly support youth sports. Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln at the corner of Mormon Trek Boulevard and Highway 1 or online at DearyFord.com. Hi, this is Bill Eichsnering of the Oxyoke Inn. Especially now, all of us need a little comfort. The Oxyoke Inn has been offering comfort for over 80 years. From our signature recipes, quality of food, family-style service, and historical ambiance, a return to the Oxyoke Inn is like a warm hug. Now, serving lunch, dinner, and banquets. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout, including our famous pies, and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon. And we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. The Oxyokin. From the Hurting and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurting and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. Hawkfanatic.com is back. Where, where did it go? It's we've already re- 10 o'clock. We've regrouped. That first hour went quick. Had a little yeah. water, settled our nerves down we a little. Regrouped. Yeah. Didn't repoop, we regrouped. Yeah, well, no, no you, you the didn't tunnel race to... will not be called the G.G. Allen Memorial Tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even, I don't even remember you racing down the hall to the bathroom. No. I did. I didn't race, but. Well, usually his, he's like Usain Bolt heading down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I am. <laughs> but no, we regrouped and we're ready to finish this last half an hour strong, aren't we? Yeah. We had some good calls that first hour and good discussion about, um, um, the arena, which I think a lot of it just falls on deaf ears. And I did. I skimmed over the USA Today Hawk Central story. And I mean, none of that, those figures, none of that comes as a surprise to me. I mean, there's serious financial issues 
going on. But I do think once we can start to step away from the pandemic and start getting back to normal, that they'll start making money again. I mean, now they need some certain things to happen. Oh, yeah. Football needs to keep winning. The worst thing that could happen to Iowa athletics right now would be if all of a sudden football went five and seven and six and six. Mm-hmm. Then that would that would be a would be that would be a potential disaster. Hello. Hi, um, I'm just calling in about the seating around the um, basketball court. Yeah. I completely agree. The students should the students should bring that. Now, on the north end there, that's ADA seating, um, uh-huh. which I think is great. But if you go to um, some of the other events held in there, like Metzman um, or something, um, ADA isn't allowed down on the floor. Um, all those folks have to set up top to watch really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then on the uh, what, on the east side there, they have a lot of the athletic staff, uh, um, employees that sit there. Uh-huh. You know? And I think that's great. I know it's a perk for working there. But so many times, so many of those seats are empty. Mm-hmm. Yes. Empty. And if those folks aren't going to come... And those tickets should be made, made available to the general public. I, I, I mean, agree. They, for the most part, they know whether or not they're going to be there. So, so let somebody else sit there. You're going to be moving these people for, you know, what is it they do at the, you know, Ticketmaster or something. Or mm-hmm. somehow they move them to better seats, supposedly. You know, why don't they do that with other ones? Or take some students and bring them in there and let them sit there. I, you know, all I good points. A, I think, again, it would, again energize that area. I agree. Many of those folks have been buying tickets. Can't tech. I'm, I'm Steve Sage, 73, okay? Okay. So some of those folks have been buying tickets for 50-some years. I got that. But then get up and cheer. You can still get up. I know you can. Okay. Yeah. All good and points. Don't leave early. Well, they do, don't though. Don't leave early. Yeah, but they do. I, I hate they that. Go Thank you. I have never understood that, and it just drove me nuts. Do you think some of it has to do with me crazy? Do you think some of it has to do with the miserable trek that you have to make up the steps to leave early? Are most of the people you talk about leaving early leaving down through the tunnel? You know, no, they're leaving. No, not at all. They, Coming up through but the bowl. You think some of them just want to get that thing over with? They, it's such a dreaded climb. A lot of them go up, and then they watch the rest. And then of the they watch some from. Above, they want to get that walk over with. And some of the others want to get a jump on the traffic. Oh, I know. And, I mean, there was five minutes left in the game against Penn State. The game was still Terrible very game. much, but it was still up in the air. Yeah, but it never. No, no I'm not justifying it. I'm on your side, but it never felt like Penn State was going to win. That no, game. it didn't. But but the I game you're saying, it, it hadn't been decided, and there are too many people. I, I, I don't get it. I agree. Drives I, me nuts at football games when they, you know, they leave at the end of the third uh, a quarter, and it just it seems to be a trend that's just me it's, off. Everyone's in a hurry to just get somewhere else, or just I don't know. It just everyone seems to be at like at a lot of these sporting events. They're just in a hurry to get out of there. To be first to go somewhere else, or I, I, it's it's, well, it is you frustrating. Know, you know, seriously, and that's what got me about all the people that said I'm never going to go to Kinnick if they. If but they the football kneel. fans stay better than the basketball fans, don't you think? Yes. Well, it depends on the game. Yeah, yeah. it depends on the game too. Yes. I mean, if we uh, if we're getting trashed, no. It's oh, in either sport, and, you know, and yeah. that's my argument. To, my response to that is, that, you know, that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, that's right. People you're come. Pound. People come late, and they're not paying attention to what's going on. And I mean, they don't acknowledge the anthem. A lot of them. 
and then mm-hmm. the, and, and then they leave early, and I don't get it. Well, what she brought yeah, up about the university the employees, to me, I don't think it would be a major sacrifice for those university employees to move their sites, seats so student section could get in there, if that's what it would take. It's, you could still find them decent seats, but if you're a university employee, you want that atmosphere to be as good as it can be, and if it means maybe having my seat moved so the students can be, wouldn't you want to do that? You would think so. Yeah, yes, I would think so. I mean, I would think so if that would make the business I work for better, and I think having a more lively student section, more connected to the game on the court, would make the product so, I mean, better. The, you know, the pie-shaped wedge of the students, they, they couldn't be farther away from the no, action. No, You know, it's just... And the more that come in, you don't stack them sideways, you stack them above each other. And, I, you know, I mean, it's just, it just doesn't work. Oh, Hulu just uh, said happy birthday from your Hulu family. No, pay your effing bill. <laughs> yeah, pay up. How much? Well, you, no. I mean, Hulu's a life force for you, isn't it? How much do you rely on Hulu for entertainment? I don't see a lot on Hulu. I, I see some. I watch. I got all of them. I know you do. I listen. I listened to you the other day. That's why I asked you about the bed sores. With all the TV things you have, are you ever not sitting down watching TV? Yes, I do stuff. Like I, what? Uh, like. I, uh, can't the litter box go in the restroom go to the refrigerator room i got a lot of steps in the house i'm always you know walking up and down no i don't tommy lang i don't think you're always walking up this hardcore sports talk yeah uh, hey we've had some good talk today we have received a complaint about this program to the office line but they said they request that we no longer put fake ackerman on the air that's, well, that's those, the complaint. Those decisions are beyond. Well, that me. isn't going to have fake Ackerman he's is welcome. He's hitting more foul balls than base hits anymore. Fake Ackerman is still welcome. I yeah. don't make. Yeah. Well, I think this person's argument is that he's uh, he's getting a little older. He's like a <laughs> baseball player who probably should have retired. You know. <laughs> well, that, that's a DH different role. story. That is a different Probably story. Probably not going to reach the 75% threshold no, for the ballot in the Hall of Fame of callers. We can't lose any of our fake callers. No, I agree. I just want to make you guys aware of it. Thanks, Tommy Lang. You're welcome. Fake, fake callers are... Uh... Isn't it amazing, you know, we get, all, we get these complaints and they're never about, you know, would you guys talk less about poop? <laughs> you ever notice that? It's, they don't... Does that, does that surprise you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they want less fake Ackerman, but they seem to be okay with... And I wasn't referring to having people poop in the tunnel. I maybe I didn't explain myself the right way. I mean, no, that would not be a good look, you know? No. No, that wouldn't be great, would it? A <laughs> mini insurrection. You, you, get people, you get people not coming back from the tunnel. Yeah. So. But, no, that lady brings up some good points. I mean, and you, could tell, you can hear the frustration in her voice, too. I mean, I mean, there's got to be a way to make the donors happy, the ones who want to sit there and tell, you know, tell the people to sit down. And there's got to be enough space in that arena to where they can fit them all in there and make it work. Hello. Yes, hi. I'm just wanting to call and tell Steve happy, happy birthday, buddy. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot. Yes, oh. you are very welcome. Yeah. Wasn't that nice? That's very nice. Very nice. Yeah. That was nice. Very, very nice. So, what do you, are you, any special dinner plans and anything special for today? I'm going to sit in front of my television and <laughs> get bed, bed sores. <laughs> <laughs> No, You're going to do something? Mean, no special no, meal? Why don't no, you? we'll go out this weekend someplace. Not today, though. No. Why don't you have, do- have a Riza delivered? Yeah. 
I had it delivered. I had it delivered the other day, and the owner was the one who delivered it with a big smile on his face. I know. I had it delivered the other day, too. Yeah, Kevin does some deliveries sometimes. No, I just got appetizers. Jan got uh, a vegetable dish, and I got uh, their uh, popcorn shrimp. Best Chinese food in town, wouldn't you say? And wings, yes. I would say it's the best in town. Yeah, best. And I eat a lot of different. But it's anyway. just it's the fresh. It's just the best. No, it no, is. it ain't cheap. But it you know, but good food ain't cheap. Yeah. No, but no, I just thought it was. Is his, that's his name's Kevin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Looked out there and there he is holding. It was snowing, and there he was, the owner of the place. I, and this was an order uh, like the, at eight thirty. The wings at night. I got uh, appetizer. It's got six wings and they were giant. Oh, they're good. I could only them. eat three wings at a time. They're were impressive. they sweet? Huh? No. Yeah. Their Empress chicken is just out of this world. Yeah. I mean, it is so good. Is it sweet? It's a sweet and spicy. It's sort of like General Tao's, but with a different flavor. No, these to it. were kind of peppery a little bit. Mm. Uh, no, they were really good. I got this other thing the other day, chili chicken, and it had a bunch of jalapenos in it. And I love hot food. And by the end, man, it, it was that was a lot of spice. But it, I just like how fresh their stuff is. I mean, that's, no, it's good. It, it's good. So. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty neat that Kevin was the one that actually yeah. mean, made the. No, he's done that with us too. You know, that's good business. Yeah. So, um, but that's what would be nice, Tom. You've talked about it'd be nice if they could figure out a way to put a little tiny food court somewhere and have a place like a Rise. I have a uh, chick or you know. Yeah, it would well, be in cool. the arena. I would love that. They've done it. You know, they've done it in the extreme arena. You know, and, I, and I think they would say, well, they would want everything doesn't have to be on that main concourse. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just it would be nice to see some reconfiguration. And it's just so frustrating, you know, because you've got a five week block where the students aren't even in town. But you're also not going to see anything right now. And I like that USA Today register store. Their money's an issue right now. Yeah. And people say, well, why'd Ferentz get it? Well, the money that Ferentz is getting his raise from is money that football brings in by itself. Yeah. They're not using university money that could be used for something else to pay Kirk's salary. That pays for itself. People don't look at what the hell those games bring in, and they don't don't think about it, and they don't think it's donations. The damn games... Seven games before COVID. Well, do six means a hundred and ten million dollars. Do sixty-five thousand times seventy. What's sixty-five thousand times seventy? Isn't that the average cost of a ticket? Probably about seventy bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Do sixty-five thousand times seventy on your phone. So that's six hundred and fifty times would be what about three and a half million per game. Yeah. You get seven of those. You're making twenty-five to thirty million just in ticket sales from games. That pays all the coaching salaries. Well, that pays all the coaching salaries. And then again, you know, the restaurants, the hotels. Yes. Uh, businesses, uh, the uh, Coral Ridge. I have no problem with There's, what Kirk makes. I never really have. My only issue has been the buyouts and how long the contracts have been. Four and a half million. Yeah. 65,000 times yeah, 70. They, yeah. Yeah, four and a half million. So that's you seven. You're talking almost $30 million just in ticket revenue. Yeah. From football games, and I, you know, and I said sixty-five. That's not even a sellout. You know? well, you're not even considering concessions. No, thirty-one million eight hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, think about that. No, and I didn't even give you a sellout figure. Sixty-five thousand. They use, and, and so then you got concessions too, which yeah are completely overpriced. Now, what do you say to the people who argue? Well, then they should save some of that money and use it to help other sports. I football already does help other sports. other sports just with the way the machine operates. I don't know if is it fair to just keep taking from football 
I don't know. I mean, those, I'm, I'm asking. I, I'm, I'm not sure that's the answer either. But, I mean, Kirk Sowry, I mean, Kirk's been here a long time. He's won 10 games in two of the last three seasons. You could say that he's earned his raise in what have you these last couple of years. I mean, if you look at it objectively. Well, and he was starting to drift towards the bottom of the salaries in the conference, he was. too. And now he's back up in the upper half, which I think he should be based on his winning and based on his longevity, and mm-hmm. for the most part, I don't, I don't think there's any big injustice that Kirk is being paid and other people are having to sacrifice because all this money. They always, for- you know, I got into it with um, a former newscaster who should know better. Uh, when you know, well, he should give all his bonus money to teachers in the public schools. You know, I love people like that that give away other people's money. When, in fact, the guy gives a lot of money to a lot of organizations. I mean, it's, yeah. He, obviously, they think he's worth it. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, or he wouldn't have got it. No, I, no, I agree. Yeah. I, I do agree. And, but you knew that money was going to be an issue in the months and years coming out of this pandemic, the pandemic's still not over. So, yeah, none of that stuff in the USA Today figures really surprises me. I mean, it's, no. it's basically exactly what Gary said it was going to be. Yeah. And, they, you know, they'll have to figure out a way to work through this, but the main thing is they better stay competitive in football. But, but it will be a rallying cry for people that want to get rid of Barta. Oh, without question. Get rid of uh, Kirk. And, without question. Know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I wrote that story, I'd probably be, oh, here's Hardy again. Yeah. But, rip, see, rip that's, you, yeah. but, you know, that's USA Today was the one that obtained the information, and, you know, they're, they're owned by the – they own the registers, so they share the information. I get it. I have no problem with that story. It's yeah. Good, yeah. good reporting, but it's um, – it's just the way things are right now, and they got a lot of work to do. But I keep saying they better stay competitive in football. For sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why he got his extension because they feel that Kirk will stay competitive in football, mm-hmm. or else they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Was no, if they didn't think he was worth it, he wouldn't have got it. No. I mean, it's as simple as that. You can have a great agent and everything, but you know, if they don't think it's worth it. It ain't going anywhere. I'm still not a fan of eight years. I still think you'd be fine with five or six. That's just me, but that's how Iowa – God, I'd love to I'd love to work for Iowa and have them negotiate my – they just seem – they love to throw in just tons of years, don't they? Yeah. Gary yeah, seems do. very loyal in that respect. He loves to give I – mean, I mean, what did Licklider get, a seven-year deal to begin with? Good old Lick. <laughs> I think he got a seven-year deal to begin <coughs> with. And then, of course, they gave him the three-year buyout and – what have you. But, I mean, twice Kirk has been under 10-year contracts, and now he's under an 8-year. To me, that's too much. That's the only – I if kind I'm of admit, agree. That's just too much. And the buyout leverage so far one-sided. Those are the only issues I have with Kirk's contract. But more power to Kirk and more power to his agent. I agree. What are you looking I'm at? I'm <laughs> trying to get uh, uh, Evansville. Uh, isn't that where Lick is? Um, I guess. I just brought him up for one reason. I don't think we need to revisit Five and 13. Gee, there's a shock. Jesus. He's just not. I know some people like him. He's just not a very good coach. No. I just just don't think kids relate to him well. I don't think humans relate to him well. Well, I knew some people in Iowa that loved him. Well, I got along with him great, but that was, you know, in a grocery store. Well, they couldn't have liked his results. Could they? Yeah, but some people are so blinded by loyalty and whatever that they just don't look. I at do guy. remember going down the aisles, the cereal aisles, and he, he said, "Hey, slow down." 
<laughs> yeah, you, you miss the. What do you center. think he'd think of um, the way the, the Iowa women cr- play? Oh, too, uh, he wouldn't like it. He'd start crying. <laughs> yeah. He has to change the channel. God, Caitlin, look. slow it down. Are they actually having fun out there? You know, it was, Do you know that's the greatest thing about watching them? They have fun. Is they are, I mean, the smiles on their they really That's always are been the case with Lisa's team. Having yeah. fun. Lisa does a great job of creating a fun environment. Now, do I think the Iowa women are going to win that? No. I mean, no. Uh, no, I don't think they're the best team in the Big Ten. They may, they're one of the best teams in the Big Ten. I think they have a – because Maryland is down this year. This is not a typical Maryland team. Now, I do – if they stay healthy, they should win enough games to host I would the NCAAs. So. I would definitely think so, yes. If they and stay. that was so much fun it, a couple of years it ago. It was. If they um, if they do stay healthy – I remember a couple of years ago I took the game I, – I, I either was going to stay and cover Gustafson's final – or go and cover the men. I chose to cover Gustafson, and it worked out because they won both games and yep. the men lost. But that was a tough decision. I couldn't. Boy, the it. men had a hell of a comeback. Though, they did. Tennessee. Wasn't they did. It? But that was a, that was fun though, covering the women here, and um, and the arena serves its purpose in that respect. I mean, it, it oh, it does fine definitely. Enough. But no, I'm thinking that either Iowa or Michigan might be the best team. In, I don't think Maryland's the best team in the Big Ten. I think it's either Iowa or Michigan. Um. I might throw Indiana in. Indiana, too. Indiana's the other one. But Michigan's really good. Yeah, they are. Michigan's really good this year. Naz Hillman. That coach has done a really good has done a really good job with them. So but Iowa, I mean, the way they're playing right now, they're they're playing for a seed. I mean, they're playing yeah. for a, the high seed and a host. They gotta stay healthy though. I mean God, yeah, they do. God forbid they lose anybody, but obviously Caitlin or Monica would be well, in losing anybody else yeah. in the front court now is just devastating. But if we you lost Cesano, I mean Cesano, oh, yeah. it's so easy to kind of overlook her because of what everything Caitlin does. But Susano is so consistent. She is. So skilled, so fundamentally sound. She learned from playing behind Gustafson. And, man, it's amazing to think the, the run that Iowa's had at center now yep. for on the women's team. We figure four years of Gustafson, two of Susano. That's six years of real excellence in the post. I wonder if uh, uh, Monica comes back for next year. She might. Yeah, She's I mean, mulling it. Yeah, I mean, I guess she. Do you think she can play in the WNBA? I, you know, I don't know. I don't. She's only six three. She's not. I would say if if Megan really can't, I'm not sure that Monica can. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I mean, so, I mean, Megan's kind of been playing a little, but she's you know she's. I'd be, I'd like to see her come back. I mean, I I mean the women don't have the same money options that the men. Yeah. It'd be nice to see Monica come back. Boy, she could really put a cap on a. And that would be another year playing with Caitlin, and they got some recruits coming in. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But the thing with the women is they just look like they enjoy being around yeah. each other so much. Nice. And they love – and Lisa coach, Lisa coaches a fun – Lisa and Fran both coach a fun brand of basketball. Yes, they do. They give their kids a lot of freedom. They give them a lot of trust as far as taking shots, and they let them play it. They don't micromanage on the court. Licklider just micromanaged every possession. I mean, every possession, it was like, okay, guys, you better throw the ball seven times before we think about even looking at that basket. And it just, ugh. Caitlin, you took that three. There were 21 seconds left on the shot clock. Caitlin sometimes takes some bad shots, but sometimes. that's the price you pay when you have a superstar. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, sometimes you have to kind of take the good with the bad because there's way more good than bad. Well, she had a couple logo threes last night. She did. And she was wide open, and they didn't make any effort to put a hand in front of her face. It was like she was just shooting in an open gym. Mm-hmm. Fake Ackerman is the Babe Ruth of fake callers. <laughs> for the chat room. <laughs> well, how many fake callers do you have? Not very many. You've gotten rid of some. 
Yeah. There's not fake, really. Fake Dirk is on hiatus. Well, <laughs> fake Dirk is done. <laughs> yeah, you got rid of him months ago, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. With, with fake Ackerman, uh, fake uh, we got, uh, dog, got so, the duck. Uh, but that's well, not that's a fake not duck, a though. Fake is it? duck. That, I mean, that, obviously it's not a real duck. duck, but it's not a fake <laughs> obviously duck. Obviously, it's not a real duck. <laughs> but it's not a fake <laughs> duck doing fake duck, right? <laughs> no, no. But there has been a fake duck doing doing the duck. Uh, we Look, have a, a dead guy. <laughs> that calls in a lot. Well, that's a real dead guy. The ghost. Yeah, that's not yeah. a fake. No, it's a real ghost. Yeah. Oh, the ghost of Gavin. Yeah. yeah. Ghost of Gavin. Why always angry? Huh? <laughs> the way God created him. I don't know. I mean, you would think as a ghost that sometimes he would be happy when he no. calls him. He's never well, happy. Uh, he cusses a lot. Uh, <laughs> you notice that? Yeah. There's not a big library of sound effects. <laughs> doesn't he always? And sounders from. Uh, doesn't he always ghost call you Gavin? guys sons of bitches? Yes. Frequently. Constantly, yeah. he's calling yeah. you guys yeah. sons of bitches. Yes. Dumb son of a bitch. Hello. Happy birthday to the real Steve, who after 58 years of broadcasting is still there. No, a fake Steve would not do that. Many more happy years, Steve. Enjoy the radio station and you guys, and just keep going. Thanks, real Ackerman. Thank you. That's real Ackerman. That was real Ackerman. Reality sets in. Yeah. (laughs) So now we get another one for fake before the show's over? (laughs) This show's gone by fast today for some reason, huh? You know, it has. It really has. I've enjoyed it. You're going to get a bunch of questions ready for Rick Keller, Iowa baseball on Friday? Yes. What's your first question going to be? Going to win? <laughs> Baseball's not that. So what do you far think? Off? No, yeah. isn't that just? No, it isn't. It's so really what not. do you think about Clemens, Bonds, and uh, Pete Rose? None of them. You know, them you know I say I, I don't like any of them. I couldn't stand Roger Clemens when he played. I didn't like. Let him in. I mean, Ty Cobb's in. Okay, everybody knew what they were doing, and other players this were doing. Is just, but I mean, yeah. Ty Cobb. What's worse, being a just a nasty racist or someone who, who took performance enhancing? Well, yeah, like, and Barry Bonds went from a skinny single singles hitter to a, well, a buff he was, bomber. He, in he about was a little a year. more than that. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer before he took all his steroids. He was just a different type of player. Different kind of. He was a great one of the greatest they, players I've ever what, seen. You're telling me they didn't know that they were doing it. That's a bunch they of knew. Crap. They it's rode. Hypocrisy. They rode Sosa and McGuire all yeah. the way to steroid hell. Yeah. Because they knew it was making money. What I'm I mean, saying though, there's a lot of scum in the Hall of Fame. Ty Cobb was yeah. scum. Yeah. Barry Bonds looked like the Michelin Man. You know. <laughs> Well, morality. I mean, Babe. Ruth. Well, he watched what Babe happened. Ruth wasn't the most moral man. Barry Bonds watched what how McGuire and Sosa benefited from, but, and said, "What the hell? I'll do it too." Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hey guys. Hey, it's Southern Justin. I got a couple things I want to say. First of all, <laughs> Southern Justin was Southern Justin never took steroids ever. Never. I don't think you've just meth. I don't think you've been. Yeah, I don't think you've been accused of that. Just meth. <laughs> I gotta ask you though, why did you choose meth over steroids? <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh it was good back in the day. <laughs> what meth was? <laughs> yep. So you telling me you had a lot of fun taking meth? It, it was it was it, it, it was fun back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Was it worth losing half your teeth? In your twenties? I, I just lost the bottom part, but that was about it. <laughs> Another thing, I just want to say happy birthday to Captain Steve. All right, there you go. Look at that, Captain. Thank you. Your people care. (laughs) And there could be, there could be a fake 
Southern Justin, too. You never yeah, know. There could be, but there hasn't been to yeah, this point. And I'm guessing, how yeah. would that go over, Captain? Well, he's still taking mouth. <laughs> the fake one. He's lost the top half. <laughs> In his 20s. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. All right. Well, thanks, Justin. Wait, yeah. wait. Yep. Yep. Okay, I like the I like the awkward silence, but I also like the awkward exit from him. You know, how do you, you think that call went over well? Uh, hard to say. I love it when he says, "I got a couple things to say." He's like he's setting us up. And you know, this is never you know generally not hard hitting well, sports analysis. No. Yeah, I'm proud of him. He chose meth over steroids. So you think meth is a better choice than steroids? Evidently, if I've never done uh, either. So if I your grandkid came up to you five years and what? Grandpa, I got a choice. I either want to start doing steroids or meth. What are you going to tell him? <laughs> if you have to do one of the two, yeah. probably yeah. steroids. Yeah, steroids. Probably. Is that what you would tell your daughters too? Like uh, Molly, yeah. if you insist on doing one, I'd rather have you do steroids than meth. Um, Molly was on a steroid burst therapy for a, a very short time, for a couple of days, yeah, uh, to solve a possible lung problem. As a as a child, yes, and it, did it work? Sure did. Oh no, steroids well, do a lot. Of, I was on a sure steroid uh, prednisone. Steroids yeah. do a lot of good. Does meth do any good? Uh, I no. do not believe so. Battery acid, uh, you know. Uh, and Drano. I like the shit that he admits that he had a lot of fun on it. <laughs> that might be the highlight of today's show. And it was worth losing. And it was worth lo- in his twenties. Losing his teeth. Didn't all this happen in his twenties? Oh, I think or, before. Yeah, before I think. <laughs> all right, we gotta we gotta get back on track before we we can't. I mean, it's ten. We can't end like this, can we? No, no, we can't. We can't end like. Let's get this, some. We've more. rebuilt the uh, Carver Hawkeye like, Arena today. This is the helicopter, and the blades aren't spinning, and the helicopter's going around. Yeah, that's kind of a sad analogy because isn't today the day Kobe Bryant two years anniversary? Uh, is of his it? Death? Was it? I think it is. Either today or yesterday. Oh. You believe it's been two years? Wow! Wow! Isn't that amazing? Oh. Amazing that it's been two years. I can't believe. I can't believe I'm 73. I no. really can't. No. So when I start, I started with you guys in 2008. So that's so when I started with you. 14 years. You were about the age I am now when I started. Yeah. When I started with the station, you were in I your mid. I was 44 mid-way. when I came here. Mm-hmm. Now you're 73. Jesus. <laughs> wow. You're almost as close to 90 as you are 60. <laughs> Somebody get me a chair Yikes. and a rope. <laughs> what are you? You're 68? Nine. When's 70? Uh, March 29th. Will that be a somber day for you? Or will you yeah. uh, bring it on? As uh, Mickey Mantle said once, if I had known I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. Well, you're fine. Mickey Mantle. Yeah. How, yeah, because Mickey, I, I think it's funny, he abused alcohol for years. and what, Didn't he live till like he was almost 80? Oh, no, I don't think so. 70? How old was Mickey when he died? Because I, I look it up. Oh, I see, I thought yeah. he died in his 60s, but I could be wrong no. about that. No, I don't think, no, I loved him. So you think he was yeah. died in his 50s? He didn't even live to his 60s? God, I, I don't remember. I I'll, loved him and Maris when I was a kid, just absolutely. Adorable. He had injuries, too, but yeah, he did. He, he was a... And he had a disease that he hey, bad- died at 63. Yeah, that's wow. what I thought. Yeah. What did he say he died of? What did he die of? Liver failure. Liver failure? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, liver cancer. <clears throat> and then some people can drink all their lives and... My grandmother drank and smoked and lived to be 92. Never drank and any, smoked every day. Never had any liver problems. Zero. Yeah, my yeah I mean, you can drink and drink and drink and not have liver problems. Yep. It's just, yeah. it just your it's odds. Are, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's just the luck of the draw. Yep. Yeah, and I'm guessing, do you think Mickey, I'm guessing Mickey wasn't going and having like three or four beers after games. I, no. Sounds like he was a really hardcore. He was a boozer. I mean, when you say boozer, you expect a lot of hard liquor too? Yeah. I'm not saying and beer. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not making excuses for light beer either. It can do the same thing, but I don't think light beer is the same as drinking wild turkey. Do you? No. I think there's a. But I, when you look at baseball players and, and, and you know and those Hall of Famers and everything, it is very hard to and, and the game lends to that kind of lifestyle. Oh sure, because yeah. you're always on the freaking oh, road. up and down. Absolutely. No, you're no, you're, you're right. You're having to self, yeah. self-medicate to try to get yourself through the grind? No, I get it. I yeah, mean, so just... I mean, I, it's, it's not fair that these others are kept out, especially when the freaking league and everybody knew what the hell they were doing. It'd be one thing if they were, oh, God, we're surprised. They this... profited off it, yeah. and they knew they were doing it. That's hypocritical. Yeah. But I still go back to the stand. I mean, look at some of the scum that's in the hall. Well, that's well, the thing. And you, three of the very, very, very elite players – and whether you like Clemens or not, he was he was good, about as good as they get Very pitching good. wise. Uh, Pete Rose, the standard bearer as far as getting Great. hits, the best ever. And Barry Bonds and was, Kurt Schelling and Rose, yeah, yeah. And Kurt. keeping Pete Rose out while you're teaming up with a Major League Baseball is teaming up with sports betting. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> where the hell Pete Rose has yeah. not helped yeah. his cause. No, no, because he's kind of rough around the edges and he yeah. just does things to embarrass himself and just to irritate the people that he should be trying to impress. So he, I'm with you though. I just, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, the yeah, sanctimonious yeah. hypocrisy is just. Yeah, where the hell? Okay, he bet, and now you're in bed. With MGM bet. And I have no problem with that either. Kings. Gambling's legal. No, I don't have, part have a problem either, but it's hypocrisy. Yes, I agree. It is definitely it's just hypocr- hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. So, well, um, guys, I can't. Man, it's, this was fun. This was a fun it show. It was a good, fun show. Good calls today. Appreciate the calls. And like I said, we'll have Rick Hiller on 930 to talk about Iowa baseball. And Friday also happens to be the first official practice for the baseball scene, so the timing couldn't be better. And it'll be after the Purdue game, Iowa men's basketball. Yeah, actually, I'll reach out. Maybe I'll reach out to Adam too, because I mean, we could have Adam on at nine if he wanted to come on before Rick and um, see if we get some reaction from Adam. I'll see about getting him on too. So, so yeah, as of yesterday, anyway, there were over three thousand tickets still available for sale for the Iowa Purdue game tomorrow night. And if you can go, they could sure uh, use you. We could use you. Yep, the team could sure use the support. Yep. Yep. All right, everybody, have a good, safe day. All right, hawkfanatic.com, check it out. It is free.